morning, sir. God bless you. God bless everybody. Let's just begin to honor him and begin to bless his name. Father, we thank you. Father, Lord, I'm ready to reverence you. Lord, I'm ready to thank you for the gift of another nation. God, precious, precious, mighty God, precious, 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 Thank you, Lord, Almighty God, and we magnify your name, O God. Father, let your name alone be exalted. Father, wrap us with your grace. Wrap us with your grace. Thank you for all your good. Almighty God, we pray, Lord, Almighty God, that we promise today, Father, be exalted. Father, Lord, Almighty God, let your name alone be lifted up, O God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, Lord, Almighty God, who are life, O God, blessed be your name. Let us cry out to God that the treasures of this relationship in Christ Jesus. Let it be made manifest in our lives in Jesus' name. The good treasures that God has made for us. That Father, let it be made manifest in our lives. Let's begin to crown to God. Treasures of this relationship. As God said in the beginning, and He said, you know, He created the days and He declared it good. Let us declare the goodness of God even into this day in the name of Jesus. The Father, into the very fabric of this day, let them be an expression of
in the light of what a beautiful what do we do for there's no other way to be happy. Father, we thank God your holy name. You've given us the grace and the given us the keys, Almighty God, in order to benefit maximumly. God Almighty God from our relationship with you. We pray, Lord Almighty God, Father, let our days, Almighty God, be Almighty God, expression of that fruitful relationship in Jesus' name. Lord Almighty God, let your light continually shine in our lives. And Father, let your glory, let us continually grow with you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, and we pray, Lord, build your wall of fire around us. Frustrate every counsel of darkness concerning our life, concerning our family, concerning our children, in the name of Jesus. Lord, Almighty God, let men see your light. Lord, Almighty God, and glorify the Father. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. In Jesus' name we pray. So we thank God for his, you know, the work of Christ is a progressive one. It, yes. it progresses. The Bible says the path of the righteous is like a shining light. It shineth more and more onto the perfect day. So God has made provision for our shining. Amen. He's made, he's made provision for us to be like him. Amen. You know, and that is his ultimate desire and goal. And in our association with him, where, you know, we're being transformed on a daily basis as we look into the word of God. God, the word of God is actively, you know, transforming our lives, is actively doing wonders. And we're being like him in our actions, in our ways, in our conduct, in our ability to pray, you know, and to hold on to him, you know, and he's teaching us through every experience that we go through. You know, sometimes he looks at us and he says, ah, you know, this is how I want you to be, you know, and we go from the place of no faith into great faith. You know, so there's provision, you know, all those places, there's provision. So he looks at the disciples when he's in, in the boat and he says, ah, why is there no faith? Amen. Why is there no faith? But he now makes provision and he gives us a type, you know, of what we're supposed to walk into of what we're supposed to the, the pattern in which we're supposed to live so by the time the disciples by the time he has finished with that episode the disciples come to the conclusion and say what manner of man is this amen so they look at jesus and they see him as you know the picture of who they're supposed to be like and they say this manner the manner in which we're in is not where we you know that's where we are but it might be at the zero level of faith but we have seen another manner. What kind of species, you know, of of this heavenly man have we seen expressed here? You know, so in that boat, in our in our life, which could be in a boat experience, you know, where we're seeing Christ and we know who we're supposed to be like, the image of you know how he handles issues, and we're walking with him. And our prayer is that you know we will be like him. Amen.
we will be like him. And as the songwriter says, it's all to be like thee, all to be like thee, precious redeemer, as sweet as thou art. He says, come in your fullness, come in your sweetness and stamp your image upon my heart. And that's our prayer this day, that God will stamp his very image upon our hearts in Jesus' name. For if there's one thing that God wants to see, he wants to see Jesus. Amen. If there's anything, he doesn't want to see money, he doesn't want to see all the medals, all the, you know, degrees. If we stand before his throne, there's one thing he will love and totally love to desire, and that is Jesus. It is Jesus that has passed the exam already. Amen. And therefore, that gives us access. You know, his son has glorified him, pleased him, and when he sees Christ in us, you know, he's, he's glorified. So we thank God, you know, for the week that is, you know, the season in which we're in, and we're talking about Easter. But we also see that uh, for the disciples of that day, it was a trying and, you know, a, you know, a, where their faith was tested to the beats. Amen. Every part of their faith were tested. You know, is this relationship true? Is this relationship with your, do you really believe the Lord that you have, you know, followed, you know? And as we go on, we trust that God will bring out the beauty of this relationship with him in Jesus name. Amen. And in the book of uh, John chapter 20 verse 9 to 16, John chapter 20 verse 9 to 16, you know, Mary was, you know, every the disciples had run to the, you know, to the sepulcher, you know, because they have run to the sepulcher and but it starts from verse 9. It says and Mary stood without the sepulcher weeping and as she wept she stood down and looked into the sepulchre and seeing two angels and seeing two angels in white sitting one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain and they said unto her Woman, why weepest thou? And she says unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. And Jesus said unto her again, like the, like the angels had said, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? And she, supposing him to be a gardener, says unto him, Sir, if thou had borne him thence, tell me where thou hast laid him, that I would take him away. And Jesus saith unto her, Mary, and she turned herself and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Amen. Amen. There is no faking in a relationship that has been established. Amen. It, you, cannot, you cannot fake an established relationship. Amen. For that last statement talks about the intimacy, the love, and the, you know, the continuous fellowship that Mary had experienced with Jesus. 
It speaks about, you know, the fact of recognition of who he is and, you know, the recognition of his voice, the recognition of his love, the recognition of his doings. And therefore, it's simply Jesus calls her name and she recognizes, turns, she turns to herself and says unto him, Master, Amen, Rabboni. So first we begin to see that there is, our Christian race is a cause of knowing him on a daily basis, Amen. It is a relationship that God desires that, you know, like the shining light, it shines more and more. Amen. More and more. We're experiencing his goodness more and more. We're experiencing his love more and more. And the master is simply saying, I am your master and you are my disciples. And therefore, more and more. So we finished yesterday. We thought we've rested. And the Lord has yet another plan and purpose for us. In the midst of all our trials and temptations, God still says more and more. Amen. More and more. Even when the enemy gathers up in the peak of all the, you know, all the, the, the plans and plots of the enemy, the light still shines forth. Amen. Amen. The light, the relationship still, if you look at it, the relationship between Mary, the disciples, was in existence. Amen. Even though in the midst of the trials, it still works out. It came out. You know? So you see that our our love relationship with God is one even in the heat of the crucifixion. crucifixion it still stood in the background. You know, you would have said, ah, the master would have been most preoccupied in that hour, dealing with the devil, dealing with all sorts of things. But the Lord still had time to call her name Mary. Amen. The Lord still had the time to still, you know, create this time of attention. You know, to, you know, to look and say, why we pass Amen. So even in the midst of our sorrow, in the midst of the peak of what the enemy seems to have accomplished, where he feels that he has disorientated us, where he sees the master still has direct connection with us. He can still forget about everything else and bring us to the corner and say, why we pass down? As if to say, there is nothing outside around you that can, you know, bring you to the place of weeping where I am. I am. Amen. And therefore, we see we're known by his name. Amen. Amen. He has identified with us. You know, the Bible says in the scripture, it says we have been surnamed by him. Amen. You know, so this, and this shows a knowledge of an individual or the traits of, you know, intimate traits of that individual. So in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 7, he says, even everyone that is called by my name, I have created him for my glory. Amen. So when you say you're known by name, is it's as if there's a greater level. He has created one for your glory. 
He says, I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. Amen. So you're known. So when the Lord knows, he knows us individually. Amen. He knows you. He knows your pain. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows the details. For why? Because he has created you for his glory. He has formed you. And he says, he says, I have made him. Amen. Amen. So we see, first of all, see that we're, we're known. Amen. Also in John chapter 10, verse 3 to 4, the Bible says that, he says, to him, the John chapter 10, verse 3 to 4, he says, to him, the potter, open it, open it. And the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name. Amen. And leadeth them out. And he and when he had put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his name. Amen. So he was still reacquainted. Mary. Amen. Mary. And he calls you the name that you know no other person knows. He calls you the name that will trigger your love. He calls you the name that you will remember. Ah, was this not the name that he called me in the time of my trouble? You, he, he will call you by the name that you know that in the time of your dearest need, you remember that he called you. you and it brings you know back to memory. Ah, this was the Lord that called me then. He is still calling me now. Amen. And those are the treasured, those are the treasure time. And you know, when people forget fellowship and they chase things, they lose those treasure times. Amen. And it's those treasure times that, you know, bring about, you know, the ultimate and, you know, your, your position with him. Because if you don't have those times, when the Lord calls, you will not be able to identify you will not know when he's calling. So you can begin to see in, in, in this very crucial time, one, if you read that same scripture that we read, the first thing we begin to see, being known is crucial. The first thing says, for as yet, in, as in the very first verse that I read, which is verse 9, verse 9, and it says there, it says, for as yet, they knew not the scriptures. Amen. So in knowing him, there are things that, you know, yes, we are known by his name. But there are also things that we, we begin to know as a result of our association with him. So the first thing is known by his name. And we pray. He says, let me be surnamed by him. Amen. And the privileges of being surnamed by Christ, let it be made manifest in my life. Let's begin to cry unto God. That let the name of God, let my name be named. Lord Almighty God, and the benefits and the blessings of name by name. Lord, let it be expressed in my life in the name of Jesus. When the Lord knows your name, even in the midst of your trouble, even in the midst of and the Lord knows you for you will spring, you know, strength will spring forth, joy will spring forth, blessings will spring forth. Father, Lord Almighty God, help me, Almighty God, Father, to be known by you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, on the day. 
Sister Father, when you interact with me and you call me by name, Lord Almighty God, let it feel for strength within me. Let it feel for grace, oh God, be born upon me. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord Almighty God, let me not forget those treasure times. Lord Almighty God, of one of one fellowship with you, oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, the grace of God. In Jesus' name we pray. When you're surnamed by him, and you know when your name is, you know your surname, that means that you are part of that family. That means that in an in inheritance is your portion. That means that the, he says, you know, when the prodigal son's father said, he says, all that is mine is thine. That is one that is surnamed. <laughs> Even though you've gone astray, and when you came back, he says, "All that is mine is thine. All that is mine is thine. That is one that is surnamed. That means the treasures of heaven have been released." He says, "You know, as it is in heaven, so it becomes yours on earth." When you are surnamed by him, and I pray at this day that that shall be a portion even in this day in Jesus' name. Every treasures Amen. of this day for the fact that we're surnamed by him, that will be our portion in Jesus' name. But there has to be an act. There has to be an act of, you know, this day of resurrection was a build up of the consistent relationship and fellowship with the master. Amen. That's why it was easy for Mary to recognize. So people, Christ is calling in, in some cases, in some lives, Christ is shouting their name. But because he knows their name, but they don't know his voice. So he's shouting at the top, Gabriel, Gabriel. But he does not know the name. He said, and the sheep does not know. So he doesn't know, ah, should I go? Should I, is, he, is he the one? So we go back to the very first that scripture, 20 verse 9. It says, for as yet they knew not the scripture that he must be raised again from the dead. So you can imagine that as believers that we do not know, because these people, if they had continued with this doctrine and realized that he was not raised, they would have lived a Christian life that is substandard. Amen. They would have lived, if they had gone with that belief, a substandard Christian life. One of not being raised, if they thought that Christ was not raised, then that means that they too were not raised. <laughs> and they are still under bondage. So it is important. We need to know by the place that we are raised. Amen. For the scripture says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 4, if ye then be risen with Christ, amen, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated at the right hand of the Father, set your affections on things above, not on things of earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, shall appear, then ye shall also appear with him in glory. Amen. Amen. So when a Christian does not know that Christ is also is raised, amen, 
so we can get to the place of Easter but still not understand the fact that Christ is raised. We can have experienced 20 Easter's and still not understand the fact that he is raised. And when that means that we, when we don't understand that, that, that means that we're still walking because he gave us two different levels. He says, if you be risen in Christ, then seek those things above. So there are things above. There are blessings above. There are breakthroughs above. But they're still meddling with the things beneath. He says, seek Christ that is above, where he is seated at the right hand of the Father. You privileges of assessing the Father through Christ. And he says, set those affections on things above, not on things on earth. So they're two different affections, two different lives, two things driving the individuals, Christ, two, you know, this Christian. Because he says, when Christ are come, when Christ, which is your, is who is our life, amen, shall appear, you shall also be like him. So Mary had the privilege of seeing Christ and she could identify with him, amen. Because Christ was her life. Amen. And therefore, even on the resurrection, when we meet with it, we will know we will, you know, be like him. Amen. For that is the whole focus of our life as a Christian, that we might be like him. Oh, to be like him. Oh, to be like him. Precious Redeemer, as sweet as the art. Come in your fullness, come in your sweetness, and stamp your image upon my heart. So we have to recognize that there is a place known by the place in which he is resurrected to. They did not understand. Mary did not understand. But the Bible says, Mary, but Mary stood without the sepulcher. Amen. Weeping. So as long as you stay out, you will not experience what is within. She says, and as she wept, she stooped in. Our prayer is that God give us the grace to stoop in. To stoop down and look into the sepulchre again. So as we've come to this season, God says, look in the sepulchre again. Look again. Every year we get to this point. But he says, go deeper. Look again into the sepulchre. Realize he is no longer there. Realize your res the resurrection is still is real. Res realize that he was risen in order to live in you. Amen. So when she looked into the sepulchre, she looked and she saw the supernatural. Amen. If she had stayed outside the sepulchre weeping, her eyes would not have seen the things that God had ordained her to see. There was an opening into the sepulchre. God still has the opening for us to see the things that he wants us to see. Amen. Amen. So she saw things that ordinary men would not see. She opened and saw two angels sitting at the one at the head and one at the feet of where the body of Jesus had lain. What about the, the look at the beauty of the scriptures? If they have let that left that word had out, where the body of Jesus had lain. Amen. So that tells us of the beautiful relationship that our Jesus is no longer laying there and he is not dead. How rich a relationship we have with the Savior. It is not like any other religion where the body of Jesus had laid. Woman, man, 
Why weepest thou? Why, what are you looking for? Why weepest thou? Amen. Amen. Our prayer is that God will bring us to that place that we will see Jesus as he is. And when she had thus said, she turned back and Jesus standing and she knew not him. Why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? Amen. And Jesus has asked this, this question before for some of his disciples that had come to him in their first experience with him. And in John chapter 1, and I think verse, yes, verse 37 and 38. John chapter 1, verse 37 and 38. It says, or let's say verse uh, 36. And looking unto Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. So they saw it. Verse 37. And two of the disciples heard him speak and followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following. Then said unto them, unto him, No, and saw them follow. And he said unto them, What seek ye? What are you looking for? Then they said unto him, Rabbi, just like Mary, Rabbi, which is to say, interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? We want to know you. We want to be known of you. Amen. We want to know you, and we want to be known of you. And look what Jesus says, verse 39. He said unto them, Come and see Come and see the miraculous. Come and see your savior. Come and see your deliverer. Come and experience goodness. He says, and they came and they saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day. For it was the tenth, about the tenth hour. So in our relationship with, with him, he's saying, come and see, come and explore, come and experience, come and see life, come and see eternal life, come and see my love for you. Come and see how I will nurture that relationship with you. How I will keep you so that you will experience the resurrection. So that you will experience my word. So that you will experience that you are surnamed by me. So that you know you will not you know, be lost in the crowd. Or not understand the purpose for which you know, I have called you. And I pray this day that the blessings of the, the resurrected Christ will be our portion in Jesus' name. That when all the when others are standing outside the sepulchre, when others are just running to the sepulchre because of excitement, when others are outrunning others, but yet they are not entering into the sepulchre, when others you know, are just hearing the things they just heard, oh, we heard about Jesus, but they are not experiencing. God will give us the privilege of opening, the, looking, stooping down. Amen. That God will give us the privilege of stooping down into the sepulchre to see the supernatural, to see the breakthroughs, to see the awesome things, to see the goodness of God. And I pray that shall be our portion this day in Jesus' name, that in our stooping down, God will also stoop down. He said he stooped down to make us great. Amen. He also will stoop down and meet us on our, at our level. And I pray that that shall be our portion. So let's begin to crown to him right now. That, oh God of heaven, Lord Almighty God, 
in as we have just come out, coming out of this Easter celebration, Father, let there be a manifestation of your greatness in my life mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Let's begin to cry out to God. Lord, 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 Let's begin to pray to God and that let my relationship with you wax longer even as I go forth to this day in the name of Jesus. Lord Almighty God, let my relationship with you wax the master asks the question why he says what what why repairs down when you are when the master asks that question he is simply saying that there is no reason for you to weep that your solution is here that is why he doesn't it's not because he's asking you to go and search for what you are weeping for he simply said the solution is here why are you weeping and therefore you're going to pray right now find that the solution for the things that have caused me to weep in my life Lord Almighty God, let them be revealed. In the Let's begin to cry to God. Because Christ is here. Because Christ is here. Lord, let me speak for you. Let me go. Things that are causing my life to weep. Father, Lord Almighty God, after you are here this day, for the fact that you are here this day, Lord Almighty God, let my solution speak for us. In the name of Jesus, let my solution speak for in the name of Jesus, let it speak In the name of Jesus, Jesus' name we pray. You're going to cry to God also. Come up the grace of God to stoop down and to see even greater things. Say, open down my eyes and I might behold wondrous things out of your law. Father, Lord, open my eyes and let me experience great things from this out in the name of Jesus. Father, greater things. Let me see. 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 Blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.